You're listening to Asbury University's Chapel Podcast, recorded live from our campus in Wilmore, Kentucky. Asbury's Chapel Service hosts speakers from around the world to inspire academic excellence and spiritual vitality. We hope you enjoy today's message. Hello, Asbury, and hello, faithful class. In case you guys don't know or remember who we are, we are Bethany and David, um, and we are the faithful class sponsors. We graduated in 2019, so we've been out of the Asbury bubble for a little bit longer than I would like to be. And let me tell you, Life is not at all what I expected it to be. I had spent my four years at Asbury studying to be an English education, well, I was English education major with the goal of being an English teacher. And I had spent so much money on books and supplies for my future classroom, I was so excited. And when I first graduated, I worked in retail. It was definitely not what I felt called to do, I was away from my family and friends and starting in a new life where I didn't know anyone. Yes, I was working retail in Walt Disney World, um, which is the most magical place on earth, which outwardly does seem kind of exciting, but my life just felt purposeless. I was watching my Asbury friends getting married and having babies, like David. and watching them using their degrees and having a ministry, and I had none of it. And I was comparing myself to those around me and to the expectations that I had had for myself and for my life. My life just started to feel like it had no purpose. And when I was struggling with all of this, God reminded me of the story of Esther. And to remind you of the context of the story really quickly, the king had banished his queen and had started a forced captivity beauty pageant among the women to find the most beautiful in his kingdom to become the new queen. Esther was the woman that the king chose, and when the plot came to kill the Jews, Esther's cousin Mordecai warned Esther and convinced her that she was in the right place at the right time to save God's people. And in Esther 4.14, Mordecai asks Esther, And who knows whether you have not come to the kingdom for such a time as this. And because Esther was in the right place at the right time in the kingdom at a time such like this, she was able to petition the king and make a new law and cancel out the law that was set to kill the Jews. Esther was in the right place at the right time because God's timing is perfect. But being in the right place was not all that she needed to do. Esther was required to act in faith and to stand up for God's people in circumstances that were insanely difficult. And I'm sure that there were moments during the beauty pageant that preceded Esther's marriage to the king that she was questioning her purpose, where she just didn't feel like there was a point to her being there. And there will be those times in our lives where we aren't doing what we expected to do, whether that's while you're still at Asbury or if it's when you enter the real world, You may be working in retail instead of pouring into the lives of children in a classroom. And you may be questioning what God is even trying to do with your life. But what's interesting about the book of Esther is it's the only book in the Bible that doesn't directly reference God. It's no coincidence that God is not mentioned in the story. Instead, it points to the fact that even when you cannot see him, he is still working. Even when things don't make sense and you don't know why you're where you are, God is still up to something. You must act in faith like Esther did to find your purpose where you are at 
That could look like befriending someone in your hall when you're starting to feel out of place, or ministering to your coworkers when your retail job doesn't look exactly like the place you had planned to be to further his kingdom. Because who knows whether you have not come to the kingdom for a time such as this. We must take the time to search for what God is doing where we are and take a step in faith to help him do that. We can't compare our timelines to those around us just because they are married with children like David or still unmarried and working now as a lifeguard at Disney World like me. God's timing is perfect, and his timeline for each of us is perfect. Good morning, Asbury. Good morning, faithful class. It's so good to see you. Um, I wanted to start out with reading a scripture. Um, this is from John 15. Here Jesus is talking to his disciples. He says, I am the true vine, and my father is the vine grower. He removes every branch in me that bears no fruit. Every branch that bears fruit, he prunes to make it bear more fruit. You have already been cleansed by the word that I've spoken to you. Abide in me as I abide in you, just as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. So I've been thinking about you all a lot these past couple months, thinking about how fast time goes, and thinking about the last time I spoke to you all um, as a class, and that was, I believe, just welcome week <laughs> during your orientation. And when I was thinking about what I was going to say today, I was like trying to find some notes from that message, and I, I didn't find any notes. But what I did remember were two things from that message. The first one was that passage I just read um, in John 15, and the second was the main point or theme of that message that I'd given to you all. I essentially told you all as incoming freshmen that as amazing and beneficial as it is to be in a spiritually enriching place like Asbury and to have teachers and friends that could help you grow and you'll be able to gain more knowledge, all of that, as great as all that is, it would not and should not be a substitute for authentic connection and relationship with God. I wanted you all to not lose sight of that because I knew how easy it was to unknowingly substitute all of the things around me, you know, the worship nights, the chapel, all great things, by the way, but they're not substitutes for moments of actual deep and personal connection and relationship with God. And the reason that those moments with God are so important is because, as you all are about to find out, all that other stuff eventually ends. You're getting ready to graduate and go out into the world where you won't have all the same amazing opportunities of fellowship and spiritual activities as you did here at Asbury, or at least not as frequently. And if your spiritual foundation has been made up of just those things, life is gonna be a real big wake-up call. And that doesn't mean that you're supposed to be scared to go out and, and graduate, but you, the point is that even when all of that stuff isn't as readily available to you, God is still with you. And if you continue to rest and abide in him, he will carry you through. I'm not saying life won't be tough and there won't be some unexpected turns, but it'll be so much better to rest in God than to try to fight him when things don't go your way. As most of you may, or well, now I guess all of you know, since Bethany said, <laughs> um, I do have a daughter, I have a 20-month-old daughter named Hosanna, um, and, expecting, and am expecting a boy in June. And if you told me three years ago when I was in your seats, that in three years I would be about to have my second child, I would have said, you're crazy. And I also would have said, no, 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 absolutely not. Because that wasn't in my plans. And you know, it's kind of funny when we're asked about our plans, especially as seniors, people ask us like, so what are you gonna do after college? And you're like, I mean, wherever God leads me, you know, I'm, that's where I'm gonna go. And then God starts to lead us somewhere and we're immediately like, hold on. I'm happy for you to be in control, Lord, just as long as we do it my way. And that's funny because it makes no sense at all. 
But I understand, that happened to me. I know so many of you all are excited to be able to get out there and try new things, chase your dreams, experience more life. And it can be super frustrating when life starts to change those plans. It can almost be even more frustrating when God changes your plans because you know that you should trust that he has your best in mind and yet we cling so tightly to our own desires of how we want things to go. These past couple years, there have been many times that I find myself frustrated with God because I wasn't in the situation I wanted to be in, whether it was career-wise or financially or even family-wise. And God was so gracious to me and so compassionate. And what I realized was that even if certain circumstances changed, for me, it still wouldn't be enough. There would always be something else that I could point to that needed to change in order for me to finally be content. And over just these past couple of months, I realized that I haven't been truly abiding in the Lord. I've allowed other things to become my foundation, and I shouldn't be surprised when those things simply can't satisfy or sustain me. And I share all this not to just say, life is hard, rest in God, and you'll be fine, but rather to say that God is faithful. Even when we fail to abide in him, he is faithful. And that's one of the reasons I think Bethany and I were so drawn to that as your class name. It not only speaks to a desire for us as followers of Jesus to be faithful in obedience to God, but it points to God's constant and never-ending faithfulness to us always. I know that God's faithfulness will go before you in these next weeks, months, and years. And like the passage I read said, there will be times when God will be working on you and pruning your hearts. And it may be difficult in those times, but God is faithful. And he knows that there's a rich harvest to come from those that are faithful to obey and rest in him. Thank you so much for letting us take the time to just share with you guys. We love you. We are so proud of you. Um, and we're praying for you. God bless you. Well, good morning, Asbury. This part of the service, we have the honor and privilege to start uh, naming some of our honorary class members of the faithful class of 2022. So this morning, I have the honor and privilege to introduce to you James and Josh Ballard, and also the late Rochelle Ballard from our Asbury WGM Student Center on this campus. James has faithfully served our campus for five years here as a college pastor through World Gospel Mission as the director of the campus ministry Global Cafe, which happens every Sunday night. And it's a time of genuine worship, a message from a missionary or a global worker, and also a fellowship meal afterwards. And this has become a rhythm, a weekly rhythm that we have every Sunday night on campus. His son Josh has always been a big help for all the ministries and activities that happen here at Asbury through the WGM Center. And he is going to be attending Asbury in the fall as a first semester freshman. The Ballards have always been family to me since day one of freshman year. I remember during that first week of orientation and welcome week when I met them and attended the first Global Cafe and I haven't missed and just haven't stopped uh, having communication with them and being in a relationship with them as mentors and friends here at Asbury. I've shared many meals in their home, had many fruitful conversations and considered them partners in ministry for the kingdom of God. Rochelle Ballard, James's wife passed away this past November, which shook our community at Asbury. She was an example of a true servant leader who made students feel seen and known while also caring for their needs. She was like a mother to many of us who attended Global Cafe, and I would also like to include her as part of this honorary class member list, even though she is not currently here with us. She, should, she stood strong during her battle with brain cancer, 
and still reflected Jesus Christ to our entire Asbury community that had the, the desire to serve students and bring joy and hope throughout her trials and pain. James and Josh and Rochelle have always taught our community and especially our class over these last few years about Isaiah 43 and Colossians 3, and they talk about being redeemed and called by the Lord. And Colossians 3 talks about having the peace of Christ ruling in our hearts. So James and Josh, we love and respect you. We are extremely appreciative and grateful for all the ways that you serve us and show Christ's love and compassion to Asbury University students. So on behalf of my class, please receive this title as one of our honorary members of the faithful class of 2022. Okay, well, I am really excited and honored to get to introduce our next honorary member of the faithful class. I get to introduce Professor Emily Walsh. She has been teaching at the university for the past 14 years, and she's been involved in various roles around campus. So the Walshes were the class advisors for the visionary class of 2020, and they have such a heart for mentoring and leading students. However, their role for class advisor didn't end there. They've invested in, prayed over, and mentored many of us in the faithful class. Prof. Walsh made herself an available resource to us every step along the way and prayed for us as we embarked on new journeys and milestones for the faithful class. Prof. Walsh is committed, generous, and relational. Anyone who knows Prof. Walsh knows that she's passionate about what she teaches, but not only is she passionate about what she teaches, but also who she teaches. She has invited us over to her house at the end of every semester, welcomed us in, and talked to us about our plans and goals for ourselves. Now it is my pleasure to introduce Prof. Walsh as an honorary member of the faithful class. Today I get the special opportunity to introduce Chad Mays. Chad joined us in 2018, uh, coming in with the faithful class, uh, making it special as he walk, has walked along us seniors uh, since the day we got here. Although he has been touching Asbury students through sports camps and mission trips years before 2018, a connection was formed between Link 8, a mission organization that Chad and his wife Chandy helped to form, and Asbury about seven years before he joined staff here. Through that connection, he has provided opportunities for God to work in the lives of students by coordinating trips to Latin America. Chad is a man, not only a man in the world sense, but a man who respects and fears the Lord. He leads with purpose, strength, steadfastness, and love. Chad does things with intention, from passing words in the hallway to the way he loves his family. I've clearly seen Chad love his wife and his children well, but I've also seen him demonstrate what it looks like to participate in the family of Christ that we all get to be a part of as believers. I've gotten to see Chad in action through multiple trips to Puerto Rico, and his heart for people is evident. He takes the time to know you, allowing him to serve you from his heart. Thank you, Chad, for being faithful. Thank you for taking the time beyond what is required to invest in us here at Asbury. Hi, my name is Sophie. Um, today, I have the privilege of telling you a little bit about Professor Christina Ernie. Prof Ernie started teaching at Asbury the same year the faithful class came in as freshmen, so it's kind of fun she's been here the same amount of time that we have. My first class with her was Intro to Fiction that year, and then within that year I added a creative writing major, so that means I've gotten to interact with Prof. Ernie a lot. 
Over the past four years, I've learned that she is a wonderful advisor and teacher. She's passionate about what she does, and I've heard her call this a dream job on multiple occasions. <laughs> she always takes opportunity to both encourage and challenge her students. If you've had class with her, you know she's a tough critic when it comes to your writing, but she does everything with love, and she truly wants us to excel and grow. I know that I personally have grown immensely under her wing, both as a writer and as a human being. So yes, she is an amazing professor, but I've also come to know her as a friend. I've gotten to work with her on the Asbury Review staff, hear her beautiful poetry, go to readings and book festivals with her, and sit in her living room or around her fire pit for book club like we did last night. And this has all shown me that she is the same outside of the classroom as she is on the inside, passionate about what she loves and eager to share that with her students. She's taught me and many others in the faithful class how to write well, but also how to love well. She has implored us to truly see people and to witness the beauty of this world that God has created. So on behalf of the faithful class, I want to thank Professor Ernie for all the ways she has impacted us. Yo. My name is Sebastian Rojas, and I'm here to introduce uh, Dr. Brian Hall. Yeah. Now, most of you guys here, you just know him as that guy who occasionally shows up at a retreat, who occasionally comes up and speaks in chapel. He's just like there for whatever reason. Those of you in YBL, we all know him as Tyrone. And those of us in the ministry department, we just know him as the guy who makes the second best chili behind Dr. Anderson. But on a serious note, Dr. Hall is a professor, a scholar, a coffee enthusiast, a father, and a husband. But most importantly, he's a follower of Jesus. In all that he does inside and outside the classroom, Dr. Hall models who Jesus calls us to be. He is loving and compassionate, and he cares about his students deeply on a personal level. Well, as long as you do the reading for his class. But you could walk into Dr. Hall's office, and off the top of his head, he could think of like five or six different ministry opportunities that'd be perfect for you. I remember one day I walked in, he said, you want to go do youth ministry in the Bronx? He then said, no, ask me in two years. So. I'm proud to call Dr. Hall not only my academic advisor, but also my friend. So everyone, let's hear for Reverend Dr. Brian Hall, honorary member of the faithful class. Hi, I'm Sam Kemper, and I'm here to introduce Dr. Paul Nesrod as an honorary faithful class member. The first thing I think about when I think about Dr. Nesrod is his generosity. Over the past three years, I've got to know him pretty well, and I can truly say that he's always uh, made me feel like one of his own. I honestly cannot count the number of times he's opened his house up to me to watch a Bengals game, to invite friends over for a bonfire, or just have a place to hang out. But if you know Dr. Nesserode, this isn't something that's out of the norm. He often opens up his home for students to have special events, and he even loves to invite students over for meals if they can't get home. Dr. Nesserode's generosity has meant so much to me over the past few years, and I know many of us seniors are grateful for him. It's just amazing how, despite all his responsibilities at the university, whether that's being the chair of the psychology department, director of the honors program, and the leader of the Human Dignity Tour, that he keeps one thing clear, and that's the care for his students. I know if you've taken stats with him before, you might be rolling your eyes right about now, but I promise you he cares about you. He's always willing to stay after class to talk about a tough topic or, you know, help you with a homework assignment. One student even told me that, you know, he's hopped on Zoom to walk through homework 
late at night. And if this doesn't show how much he cares, I don't know what does. Asbury's been lucky enough to have Dr. Nesserode as a professor for about 20 years now. The university has just been so greatly impacted by him, and I have as well. So without further ado, I introduce Dr. Paul Nesrode as an honorary faithful class member. What's up, guys? My name is Stephen Thompson, and today I have the privilege to introduce a family that is near and dear to our Asbury community, the Browns, Kevin and Maria, two of the most loved and loving people on this campus. Story after story points to the ways that they continually demonstrate what it means to love this community deeply, to lead this community without fear, to laugh alongside of this community as we experience the ups and downs of this life, and ultimately, and most importantly, to live in such a way that demonstrates the beauty of Jesus Christ to every single person that they come in contact with. On a personal note, Maria, you've shaped my life and shaped me into the growing leader and young man that I am today by seeing qualities of leadership and untapped potential that needed some pushing and shoving to blossom. And Kevin, thank you for demonstrating what it means to be a godly man and to lead this institution in the way that you do. So to the Browns, thank you for impacting this community by living your lives for Jesus Christ. And on behalf of the faithful class, we love you. Good morning, Asbury and faithful class. We are David and Danielle Miller, and it's been our pleasure and our privilege to serve as your class advisors these last four years. We have thoroughly enjoyed getting to know each of you on campus and through class events. And even if we didn't get a chance to work with each of you personally, we want you to know that each of you has been loved and prayed for during your time at Asbury. We were so excited when we learned that David and Bethany chose your name as the faithful class, mostly because we have seen the faithfulness of God in our own lives, and we were excited to share this theme with you. There are a few things we wanted to share with you as you prepare for graduation. First of all, God is faithful. He will be there for you and goes before you and beside you. Psalm 34:18 says, The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you or forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. There will be good times and there will be difficult times, but he will stay by your side through it all. We can testify to this through our own personal experiences. You are not alone and he will be with you. You are loved. You have a heavenly father who loves you and beyond your education, you have also been cared for and loved by many at Asbury. You are covered in prayer. You have been prayed for by countless people and by us even before you arrived on campus as freshmen and throughout your time here. You are prepared. We have every confidence that you have been given the tools you need through your training and education to prepare you as you take your next steps. You are special. You have been called by God for a purpose. His plan led you to Asbury, and he will lead you to your next journey. Continue to allow him to guide your path and lead you. You will be okay, and you're gonna do great. You will do great things. Even if you don't have everything planned out yet, 
or know where you're going next, we know that with God's guidance that you will figure out the next steps. You are family. As you leave Asbury, we want you to know that you have a family rooting and cheering for you. Please come back and visit us and know that we will continue to pray for you. You are Asburyans. You are not just faithful class members, but you are also Asburyans, a part of a huge legacy and family. And now it is your time to pass the torch and to look at the future generations of Asburyans and to love and support the future classes. We love you. Congratulations on your graduation. Now a benediction for Asbury and our seniors. Go out in joy as you celebrate your achievement here today. Go out with confidence and know that the God of love will lead your way. Go out in unity, take your gifts and give them to the world. Go out with strength, clothed and equipped with all you've learned. Go out with wisdom as God renews your mind each day. Go out in love with kindness and blessings to give away. Go out and take your studies to bless God's beautiful world and go out with freedom as there's so much more to see, enjoy, and learn. And go out with the heart of a servant, serving those around you and showing the heart of Christ. <laughs>